he doesn't need his name up in life. College he just wants to be with the bandit. I'm Smokey. I'm going to attempt to try and tell you what's going to happen this week in college football. Although it's been a rough start to the season for Smokey, haven't won any any of my bets just yet. But hey, worst case. You can take what I'm choosing and bet the other way, and maybe you'll be lucky and take some money home with you. With me, as always, is the Beltway Bandit. What's going on there, Beltway? Man, Smokey, I am just uh, feeling your pain, man. That last week was not a good week for uh, the Bandit either, man. I, I, I didn't like, try to pick around 60%, and last week I was right on 50%. Uh, you did a little worse than 50%, but, you know, the thing that hurt both of us, we both missed our lock of the week. I mean, that's just uh, inexcusable. We're going to do better this week, though. I feel better about the matchups. You know, I couldn't get into college football last week. The, the matchups just really weren't that good. We got some great matchups this week, though. Uh, uh, you you want to hear about a couple of the games we're going to be covering? Well, I've got some good news. I will be sitting on my ass on my couch from 12 to 12 watching all the games. This is the first week I'm really going to be into it. I looked over the game already. We got a lot of great conference matchups, and this is the first week that I'm really excited about college football. Why don't you tell us what we're going to go over today? Awesome, awesome. Smokey's glued his butt to the couch, and he is sacrificing it for the for the common man. The dog will be walking itself. Awesome conference matchups. Uh, some really good games, especially in the SEC. We got, uh, first of all, we got Texas A&M at Mississippi State. It's a good test for both teams. Good, two really good teams. Um, we also have Alabama going to Ole Miss. Uh, this is probably the biggest football weekend in the state of Mississippi in a very long time. Um, we also have a couple of really interesting games. We got Stanford going to Notre Dame, uh, and we also have uh, another, yet another SEC top matchup. LSU at Auburn, um, just absolutely flush. And that uh, we we just hit the tip of the iceberg. There's at least four more marquee games that we're going to be covering. And as always, we cover we cover 21 games, but we cover the top matchups. Uh, how, how are you feeling this week? You feeling good about about your picks going in? Uh, I don't know how good I'm feeling considering my track record so far this season. But this is the way it always goes for me. I start off rough and I finish strong, and I'm looking to start that this week. All right, let's start with the Thursday night matchup, which is going to be at the same time that this podcast is going to hit the air. Um, we are calling this game. Uh, it's Arizona at Oregon. Uh, Arizona is uh, getting 23.5 points. Uh, who do you like? Oregon has not played well against uh, covering the spread this year. Uh, absolutely right. One and three. One I'm and taking uh, – I'm going with Arizona. What's that? I said bandit with the info. Yeah. I'm going with the team from Arizona. Wow, wow. I, I, I agree with you. Um, here's a good stat for you, for, for all you stat nicks out there. Uh, Oklahoma, or Oregon allowed 436 yards passing from Washington State. I got one more stat for you. Arizona passed for 520 yards on Cal. I think that if Oregon's going to have to cover, they're going to need to score 72 or more points in this game. I don't necessarily see that happening. I agree with you, Arizona. I didn't listen to a word you just said because I was trying to figure out what a stat neck is. A, a stat neck. That's like a person who is uh, likes, like a beatnik that likes stats. So it's not like a redneck. What was that? It's not like a redneck. No, no, no. Not like a redneck. A stat 
Nick, N-I-C, not N-E-C-K. Is that a beltway term? Because I've never heard that term. <laughs> I just made it up. I okay. just made it up. Um, I, I'm going to move move on, and we're going to go to Saturday games here. Um, we've got. We're going to start with the big one. We got Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Texas A&M is getting two and a half points. Who you like? I'm going with Texas A&M. Uh, I'm still not a Mississippi believe Mississippi State believer. I know they went into LSU and, and beat them uh, pretty handedly. I'm going with AMM. They seem to play pretty good on the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, I disagree with you. I, I'm, I'm going to take Mississippi State in this game, and I'm going to say something that, that a lot of people don't agree with, but I think Mississippi State's offense is better than Texas A&M's offense. I, I think Prescott is a really good quarterback, and they got a running back there named Josh Robinson, who I think is going to – they got a really good balance attack. I think they're going to give A&M some problems. They're jacked for this game. They're ready for it. They're going to be tailgating probably starting right now, and they're going to be ready. Is Prescott uh, his first name or his last name? Prescott, Prescott is his last name. I don't know the kid's first name, and, I, and, and I, I can't remember. Sometimes I have to remember just kids' last names here. I do know that A&M has Kenny Hill. I, I remember I, his – well, you're the stats guy. I'm the humor guy. I can't believe in any team with a quarterback with his first name or his last name, Prescott. I mean, the guy should be playing like in an Ivy League school with the name Prescott. So I'm definitely taking A&M. <laughs> very good. Very good. All right, next matchup. We, the guy that we love to hate, Urban Meyer and his Ohio State Buckeyes, going to Maryland. And uh, Ohio State is an eight-point favorite. Who you like? There's no love to hate. It's just pure hatred for me. Even with that hatred, Maryland is such a Jekyll and Hyde team. I think Ohio State should cover this game pretty easily. Okay, well, well, I agree with you that Maryland's Jekyll and Hyde, but I, I think that the, they're going to be, again, I said Mississippi State's uh, up for this game. I think Maryland is, too. It's the, uh, you know, it's the home opener uh, for the Big Ten in Maryland. It's first first Big Ten game uh, for Maryland uh, at home. So I think they'll be ready for it. What's been going on in Maryland that they've been on the road for a month? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess they, they, they probably had to uh, – I think they had to play one of their games uh, at the Raven Stadium. Uh, but uh, I, I do know that uh, that this week they're at home, and they've got a uh, uh, a quarterback coming off the bench called Caleb Rowe. Uh, if, you, if you don't want to go with a quarterback named Caleb, you can bet on Ohio State. Uh, but he's coming off the bench. He looks pretty good. So uh, I think that uh, they're going to keep this game close, and they're going to cover the eight. I'm going with Ohio State. I think they cover easily. Maryland is they – they still deserve to be in the ACC or Big East or whatever they used to be in. Well, you know, let's take this opportunity. So you want to tell uh, the audience about uh, the, the Twitter account and the email if they have any comments. Yeah, yeah. We, we'd love to hear from uh, our loyal listeners. And there are two ways you can reach out to us with any questions, comments. If you think Smokey's not funny or you think Bandit's not analytical enough – Go ahead and reach out to us at Smokey and the Bandit CFB at Yahoo.com. Or tweet us in. We're starting to get a little bit of a following. I think we have four followers now. And on Twitter, and that's Smokey Bandit CFB. That's how you can reach us. No and the in the Twitter, just Smokey Bandit CFB. That's awesome. So we have four uh, followers that that, that uh, quintuple from one. So we're, we're growing at a uh, 
at a four times rate here. Maybe we'll have 16 next show. Yeah, we're, we're growing exponentially. Big word. <laughs> Big word. Big word from Smokey. Well, that's a segue into a, a, a game that I hope that some of our listeners may have a comment on. Uh, as you know, Smokey uh, and I are uh, graduates from University of Florida, follow the team really closely, and uh, we got a must win for Florida. Um, they're going to Tennessee. Uh, Florida is getting three points. Uh, who you like? I think late Saturday night we'll be checking the internet to see if a certain somebody has been fired. I am actually picking the Vols to cover this spread and win this game. Oh, my word. I will tell you, as as, uh, Mick Hubert, the voice of the Gators, would say, oh, my, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Tennessee is going to thrash Florida, but unfortunately... I think we'll be looking for Muschamp to get fired, and it won't happen. Here's here's an over-under. If we lose to Tennessee, is Muschamp fired by 1 p.m. Sunday? No. I, I, I just say the answer is no. I'm not going to say the – I say the over-under, the percentage chance of that is 20%. 20%. I, I think it's about 44% that uh, if we do lose. I mean, I'm rooting for us to win. I'll take the loss in my pick. I just – the way Florida looked against Alabama, and I know we had a week off. Tennessee looked phenomenal against Georgia. We both picked that game wrong. I think everybody in the country picked that game wrong. I think it's going to be a, a long day for Florida, and who knows, uh, mid-third quarter we might be watching another game. That's right. That's right. We It, it may be over by halftime or sometime in the third quarter. Uh, big matchup here is Florida secondary, which was absolutely destroyed by Alabama. Uh, Tennessee's quarterback, Todd Worley, looks pretty decent. He looked good against Georgia. He can light it up against us. I agree with you. Um, by the way, uh want to mention our lock of the week. We uh, Both Smokey uh, and myself, the Bandit, we pick a game and we say that's our lock of the week when we get to it. Uh, neither of us have mentioned it yet, but when we do, we'll announce our lock of the week. Um, all right, two quick games, uh, Smokey, not, not, not really big matchups. We've got Virginia Tech. Uh, favored by two points at North Carolina. Who you like? Did Virginia Tech's season end when they beat Ohio State? Look, look that way because they've been dog. They've been uh, dog shit. Well, they, you know, you know what I'm talking about. They've been horrible ever since. They have been absolutely atrocious. And uh, who are they? I'm sorry, I blanked on who are they playing again? Uh, the Tar Heels of North Carolina. Yeah, I, I mean, again, North Carolina. I always seem to pick those teams wrong. I'm going to take Virginia Tech to actually. Put a W in the win column this week, minus the two. Yes, yeah, I, I think the, the the spread is so low because Virginia Tech has underperformed. Uh, they have a quarterback named Michael Brewer who's been throwing a lot of uh, interceptions. If he can just keep the ball out of the other, if he can stop throwing to the other team, uh, Virginia Tech can run the ball and win this game by a couple touchdowns. Are I you saying that. he's? Are you saying he suffers from Geno Smith disease? He does. He does. He, he he's colorblind. He he. he Yeah, it's a horrible disease to have uh, when you're a quarterback. Absolutely, absolutely. Another quick game. We got North Texas, the powerhouse of Texas, uh, going to Indiana. Uh, North Texas is getting thirteen and a half points. What do you think? I'm going to take Indiana. Uh, I know they looked good a few weeks ago. Uh, I'm going to take Indiana to cover the thirteen. All right, I completely agree with you. Um, one thing is that uh, you know North Texas, they did. Uh, 
uh, played Texas already, and they got absolutely destroyed by Texas. I think we've learned that Texas isn't a very good team. They got beat by 31 by Texas. Indiana, you know, maybe not as good as Texas, maybe pretty close, but I think Indiana can win this one by three touchdowns. Is that guy from Quantum Leap still quarterback at North Texas? Yeah, it wasn't necessarily roughness. Wasn't that North Texas? That was North Texas. I, I, I don't think that uh, that he's the uh, the quarterback, uh, and that's a nice unnecessary roughness with Sinbad reference. Uh, great movie if you haven't checked it out. And was that the um, last movie Sinbad was in? That is, that is the last movie. It's the last Sinbad sighting we've had in a while. Uh, wow, I, I can't segue off of that, man. Um, but I'm going to go to the next game. we got number one team in the country, Florida State. And uh, Jameis Winston, who you've called Janice Winston in the past, hosting Wake Forest. Uh, and Florida State's a 39-point favorite. Who you like? <clears throat> Florida State's at home. And, I, I mean, they, they, I was, they, were, they were losing last week going into the third quarter. And I was really pulling for them to lose to NC State. And then I left. And it seems they, they did just enough not to cover. And when a team's not going to cover, I'm a spiteful guy, so I want them to lose. Wake Forest is terrible. Uh, I think they're lost in the forest. That's a horrible joke, but I'm going to take Florida State. Florida State. If if I had some sound effects now for like a a jump bump type thing, I would do that right now. But, yeah, the uh, uh, Florida State's really good. I mean, Wake Forest is about as good as as the Citadel, who Florida State played earlier. you, you just sounded like a South Park character. You said Florida State's really good. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're good enough to, to cover the 39. I agree with you here. All right. Big, big matchup. Big, big matchup here. We got Alabama, um, and you got to say it like that Alabama uh, going to Ole Miss, and Alabama is a seven point favorite. Who do you like? Again, I. I, I... I think Ole Miss is better than Mississippi State, although I guess Mississippi State, I believe, is ranked higher than them now, finally. I'm taking Alabama minus the seven. Alabama's pretty looks strong on all sides of the ball. We know that um, that uh, they like to run the score up as, as much as they can, and I'm going to take uh, Alabama and uh, that unbelievable passing attack that was looked uh, just unstoppable against Florida. I'm going to take them minus seven. Very good, very good. Well, I, I got to tell you, I, I might be drinking the Mississippi Kool-Aid because I think uh, you, you heard my love for Mississippi State in the previous game, and I, I love Ole Miss in this game. Uh, I think that I'm going to say that they have a, I think they have a better defense than Alabama. I think that's something that's that's kind of overlooked is how good Ole Miss's defense is this year. Um, I got to disagree with you. I don't think Alabama looked that good against Florida. Um, they ran the ball up and down the field, but they made a lot of mistakes. And if they if, if they go into a hostile environment uh, uh, there in Oxford and they can't convert, I think this could be a close game and Alabama won't be able to cover the seven. So I'm going to take Ole Miss. So how long have they been playing football at, at Alabama? Uh, since, the, since Forrest Gump was there. Uh, so okay. That's a long time. And considering they set the school record for the most amount of yards ever against Florida and you think they didn't look that good? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that because I'm, I guess I'm just really down on Florida, you know, uh, thinking that, that Florida's defense is is not very good and and really, you know, you got a point, though. You're making a very valid point on this. 
uh, all the years they've been playing Alabama football, but they had pass plays of like 80. They had, I don't know, three pass plays of 80-plus yards or something like that. Against Florida, they absolutely lit it up. Big play offense. Um, but I think Ole Miss can, can, can keep it close. Okay. Well, well, we'll see come Saturday. We will. We will. It's a 3, 3.30 game. Uh, Smokey will be uh, glued to the uh, uh, to the couch there. Um all right, we got Oklahoma uh, going to TCU. Not a whole lot. I, I frankly, I don't know anything about TCU. I haven't seen them this year. But Oklahoma's a five and a half point favorite. Who do you like? That is my lock of the week. Oh, ding, ding, ding! Lock it in for Smokey. Okay, who are you taking? I am taking Oklahoma, which should have been my lock of the week the first time we were doing lock of the week. So then I would be one and one. So you might want to put all your money and the trailer park and everything on TCU since my lock of the week is Oklahoma to cover. Okay, well, you're really, really scaring me, and I, no, I would like nothing more than to go op, to go against you on a lock of the week again because last week I did it with uh, Duke and Miami, and, uh, and that worked out pretty well. Um, okay, I, I'm still going to take Oklahoma. I'm going I'm to stick to it. I'm not going to flip, and I'm not going to take TCU. But TCU hasn't played anybody. They've played SMU and Sam Houston State. I, 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 that tells me absolutely nothing. I think Oklahoma can win this game, and uh, I think they're on a mission. Does Sam Houston's mascot have that huge hat and giant mustache? Yeah, he looks like uh, the actor that was in... Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Patrick Swayze, but the other cooler. I can't remember that guy's Sam name. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott is, I think, the guy's the actor's name. He's essentially the mascot of Sam Houston State. So it's the Sam Houston Sam Elliotts. <laughs> that's exactly right. The Sam Houston Sam Elliotts. Um, that's, that, that's, that's awesome. All right. So our next game we got here is we've got Stanford at Notre Dame. Stanford is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Essentially a pick game. Who you like? This was my almost other lock of the week. Uh... I've been loving Notre Dame. They've been covering every week. I'm taking Notre Dame to once again cover and beat Stanford. Um, I got to agree with you. You know, Notre Dame, I I looked at their schedule. I looked at who they played. They haven't played a whole lot of quality opponents. You know, Stanford's already played uh, USC. But that Golson kid looks really good for for Notre Dame. And and I think that he can uh, score some points in this game. Stanford... Uh, uh, and their offense does not look good. Um, they, I don't think they've scored more than like 20, 23 points the entire year. Yeah. So I, I could see this being uh, Stanford not being able to put up the points and Notre Dame beats them by a touchdown uh, or more. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think, I think the, the fighting Irish uh, that has a little mascot, the little, little fighting guy, I think uh, they're going to take this one. The Lucky Charm Leprechaun? Well, if Bowling Green is a five and a half favorite or getting five and a half, I am taking Bowling Green. I know Buffalo won pretty big last weekend. I, I just could never get into Buffalo ever being that good. And not that Bowling Green, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think Bowling Green plays some tougher opponents and they're more tested. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Bowling Green in this one. Okay. Well, uh, Bowling Green is a five and a half point favorite at, at the. That's the best odds you can get. 
uh, on the Vegas uh, odds. I just looked it up right now. The line is moving. Um, it's anywhere between five and three, if you can believe that right now. Um, but I'm going to take uh, – uh, so there's obviously some action on Buffalo. But even at five and a half, I'm going to take Bowling Green as uh, – uh, the team to win, and I'm going to make them my lock of the week. Oh, wow. Ding, ding, ding. You know, I just realized if we were recording this podcast in 1975, it would have taken you so much longer, and people would have heard you flipping through the newspaper to get to the spread. Isn't technology nice? Technology is nice, and, and I had looked at this, and I, and, and I, I looked at it, and I saw a three-point spread, and I have five-and-a-half listed on my on my thing. If you will give me the benefit of the best Vegas odds, I will take Bowling Green minus three in this one, oh. um, because that is currently what I'm seeing on my board. Okay. When I wrote it down, it was five-and-a-half. Well, I'm taking Bowling Green, too, so I might as well go with minus three. I'm not afraid of the Kaufman curse. <laughs> Uh, Navy didn't they get they got destroyed last week and I think I thought Navy was were they playing uh, no they weren't playing Georgia Tech I'm taking Navy minus the four I think they're the better of the military academies and we salute you all our men and women certain service if it wasn't for you we wouldn't be doing this podcast so we respect both Navy and Air Force I'm going with Navy though all right all right well, this I'm week I'm a seaman I'm gonna go with the Air Force Academy on this one. Uh, getting the points at home. Uh, if you haven't noticed already, there's a trend in my betting uh, this week, and I'm taking a lot of home teams. I've got, I've got. I'm not doing it for any particular reason, but I feel like in these close matchups, the home team is going to have a significant advantage. Here, you know, uh, uh, you know, so you're, you're, you're your East Coast guy, right? Yes. And, and it, maybe a decent amount, right? Um, you have you probably haven't seen a whole lot of Air Force. The games are typically later here. I'm going to tell you that this year, um, what's Navy known for offensively? The triple Lindy. The triple Lindy, also known as the triple option, and they can run the ball. Uh, I mean, how many times a game? Like 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 sixty times a game, yeah. or something ridiculous like that. Um, as good as Navy is with their triple option spread or whatever they call it, Air Force is running the ball better than Navy this year. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know Air Force has won a decent amount of games. Um, I just can't pick against seamen. <laughs> it always wins. Great joke here, but uh, I'm going to stay away from it. But yeah, anchors away for you, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna aim high uh, with the Air Force here. Um, next game we got we got a, a, another SEC matchup, but not a very good one. We got Vanderbilt going to Georgia. Georgia is a 33-and-a-half-point favorite. Who, who do you like here? That's an awful lot of points. I think everybody for Georgia, including Herschel Walker, will get into this game. I'm taking Georgia to cover and cover easily. Speaking of Herschel Walker, Todd Gurley is moving up to be number two to Herschel Walker, possibly in this game, uh, on the Georgia all-time touchdown list. Now, he's got a long way to get to Herschel, but... Uh, how many touchdowns do you think Herschel had? I, I wonder if you know this and uh, who broke his SEC record. Uh, I don't know. What did he have? Like 48? 49. Tim Tebow broke his record. Yes, yes. Tim Tebow broke his record. That's correct. Um, Todd Gurley. 
Bailey's got something like, I don't know, 36 or something like that. And he's, I think he needs like two to break uh, the record to go to number two all time, Georgia. Um, but here's, here's an interesting stat. Uh, Georgia, I think, covers. I've been anti-Vanderbilt the entire time. But a little inside info, Georgia's getting their top two wide receivers back for this game. They're getting uh, Malcolm Mitchell back, uh, who's a big target, and a guy by the name of Justin uh, Scott Worley, I believe. Uh, those two guys have been out the entire season with knee injuries. They're coming back. I think that Georgia at home should be able to easily cover the spread. Yeah, they didn't cover they didn't cover at all last weekend, and Tennessee gave them a pretty good scare. I guess you know all those people that say, "Oh, they must have been looking ahead," which I never buy into. So, in other words, they were looking ahead to Vanderbilt. That tells me they should destroy Vanderbilt. And, you know, if Gurley wants to impress me, he'll put on a bobsled helmet. Then I could, could compare him to Herschel Walker. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, next game has some interesting uh, – uh, I think we put a curse on the coach of the next team. Uh, we got Kansas at West Virginia. West Virginia, 26.5-point favorite. Charlie Weiss fired for Kansas after we made fun of him on the podcast. Evidently, somebody at Kansas was listening. Who you like in this one? What's the spread again? 26 and a half. West and, Virginia favorite, obviously. Yeah, and uh, what was the name of that character that sat next to Jabba the Hutt and just... <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Do you think that's who's... I, I have no idea. Do you think that's who's coaching Kansas now? <laughs> Whatever thing was sitting next to... Uh, you're comparing Weiss to Jabba the Hutt? That's correct, yes. That's, that's good. That's good. It's really subtle. Um, yeah, I, I, there is some coordinator that's taken over there, but yeah, the, uh, uh, the Charlie Weiss uh, has been fired. If you can't coach at Kansas, like, what are the expectations there? Like, don't, uh, I don't know, did he eat too much? What do you think happened? I think the only job left for uh, Charlie Weiss, you know who Johnny Chestnut is? I think that's his name. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's the, the hot dog eating guy, right? He probably needs a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so Charlie Weiss's next career is he should be coaching the competitive eating uh, behemoth known as uh, Johnny Chestnut. Look for look for Charlie Weiss coming to Staten Island next July fourth for the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. Next game. Well, we didn't pick it. Uh, we didn't pick it. <laughs> I'm going to leave a really big game for last, so I'm going to skip one. No, we didn't pick the West Virginia game. Oh, I thought you were just taking uh, West Virginia. I am taking West Virginia, but who are you taking? I'm taking West Virginia. Oh, my bad. It's a no-brainer. No I'm, I'm surprised we don't make it a lock of the week. Kansas is that bad. Um, although they lost a lot of weight, maybe the, the plane, maybe they'll actually be able to go on a plane to get to West Virginia. I bet the flight's gone. I bet the flights cost less now, gas-wise. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. They probably do. He definitely had to pay for at least three seats uh, on any plane, too. Um, <laughs> all right, Arizona State's at USC. Uh, USC's a 12-point favorite. Who do you like? I'm sorry, I just can't get off this Charlie Weiss thing one last thing. Do you think he ever flies southwest? <laughs> oh, my gosh, if he flies southwest, you know the rest of the people are, are just absolutely dog-cussing him. Uh. Okay, well, I'm taking USC to win this game easily. Oh, very good, very good. Arizona State's not very good. Um, USC, I say they win by at least two touchdowns. I agree. Um, your former lock of the week, uh, uh, Miami. Uh, although, I, actually, you went against Miami. I went against against, my- a, against a team that you don't like, Georgia Tech. That's a pick 'em game. Who, 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 who you got in this one? 
Yeah, this has been fun because Georgia Tech has been playing better than I've ever given them credit for. I am just anti-Miami. I can't. I mean, I, I wouldn't bet on this game, but uh, I'm going to take Georgia Tech for the sake of the podcast. All right, I'm taking Georgia Tech as well. Uh, Georgia Tech, uh, I believe, is uh, very quietly undefeated, uh, and they have a better run defense than people give them credit for, and Miami needs Duke Johnson to have a big game. Uh, Georgia Tech should be able to win this game. Um, we got Pittsburgh at Virginia. Pittsburgh is getting 6.5 points. Virginia is a 6.5-point favorite. Who do you like? Pittsburgh is now in my doghouse. Yeah, they're horrible. They, uh, I've, I've been, I was riding the Pittsburgh uh, bandwagon like Zorro. I know I've said that before. I am taking Virginia minus the was it six, six and a half, six and a half, six and a half. Um, I'm going to take Virginia as well. Uh, we got uh, Virginia has played BYU close. They're four and zero against the spread, and Pitt has losses to Akron and Iowa. I mean, what else do you have to say? Virginia should be able to win this game. Uh, by a couple touchdowns. Um, next, we've got uh, a SEC matchup. We got South Carolina at Kentucky. Uh, South Carolina is only a five-point favorite. Maybe that gives away a little who I like. What do you think? Yeah, this spread was is really low. Um, I guess it's you know South Carolina lost at home to a bad Missouri team last week. I just I have no stock in Kentucky. I think South Carolina covers this game. Yeah, I took Kentucky as my lock of the week last week, and it was wrong. And um, and I'm honestly uh, I'm baffled by that game. Kentucky's up ten at the half, and the second half, basically Kentucky and Vanderbilt just passed the ball back and forth between each other between the thirties. That's what they did the entire game. I'm not kidding. Eight punts, five turnovers uh, in the second half. No points scored. Uh, it's absolutely bizarre. Um, I'm going to take South Carolina minus five. Uh, I I'm, was not too impressed with Kentucky. Um, next game we got, we got Nebraska at Michigan State. Michigan State is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? This is a tough game. This is a really tough one to call. Nebraska, I don't think Nebraska is that great. Again, Michigan State, I don't think is anything special. I'm going to go with the home team to cover and uh, – Hopefully, hopefully they'll squeak out a nine to ten point win, Michigan State. Wow, I I, uh, I, I agree with you here, and I'm not going to switch. I mean, I I, I kind of see this as being a, a closer game, which unfortunately, you know, we, we talk about the fact that we we state our reasons and then we go opposite the reasons. I think this could be a close game, but I just think that the home team, Michigan State, there's a bigger chance that that this is going to be a blowout, um, and Michigan State could blow out Nebraska. Nebraska hasn't played that many good teams. They've played what. Miami, uh, Florida, and uh, Illinois. Uh, Michigan State should be able to. I thought they played like FAU or somebody like that. Not even yeah, Miami. I mean, I mean no, no real competition so far, so it's tough to know if, Mich- if Nebraska is any good. I mean, Michigan State went and get, got blown out by Oregon, but Oregon could be, you know, the number one team in the country, arguably. Um, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the home team. I'm gonna go with my theme and stick with them. Um, okay, second to last game. We got two more games, then we're we're out of here. Uh, we got Utah at UCLA. Uh, Utah uh, is getting thirteen and a half points. Uh, UCLA is a thirteen and a half point favorite. Who do you like? <laughs> I still can't believe what UCLA did last Thursday night. I, you got to be crazy to bet against them right now. They're a hot team. I'm taking UCLA minus the thirteen and a half. Yeah, I'm not impressed by the UCLA blowout. Uh, over Arizona State. I, I just think it's, it says more about how bad Arizona State is as opposed to how good UCLA is. 
Um, Utah lost a heartbreaker, um, and, and I'm trying to remember who they played. They played someone decent, and they gave up an 81-yard uh, pass play. I, I remember seeing this game. They gave, gave up an 81-yard pass play with like two minutes left to lose. Um, and uh, and you got to remember UCLA, they've been hot lately, you're right, but at the beginning of the season, they barely beat Texas is the thing. And, and look, look, this, this is UCLA is kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team. Um, I think – Whichever one of those is the is the worst performer, Jekyll or Hyde, I'm not sure which one. That's who's going to show up. Utah covers the 13 and a half. I'm going to disagree with you there. No. Um, all right, last game. Last game. I've saved a good one for last. We've got the LSU Tigers with a new quarterback going to Auburn. Auburn is a seven-point favorite. Who do you like? I'm going to take the home team again. I'm going to Auburn, minus seven. I mean, LSU, I was shocked that they lost to uh, was it Mississippi State last weekend at, at home. I'm going to take uh, Auburn, uh, minus a seven here. Yeah, LSU is not historically as good on the road as they are at home. And the fact that they were pretty much uh, beat pretty soundly by Mississippi State at home in a game that they were a 10-point favorite, uh, which I picked right, by the way. i got to pack myself on the back. But uh, they are excited at LSU, though, because they got a freshman quarterback named Brandon Harris that's going to come in, and he's played well so far for the Tigers. Um, I, I, can, can I just say the Tigers are going to win this way, uh, this, this game? That would kind of be, be cheating. That's a cop-out. Um, cop-out. But, no, I'm going to take Auburn. I'm going to take Auburn, and I'm going to say they're going to cover the seven points. So uh, so that does it for, for week six of uh, college football. Uh, any last thoughts? Just that this seems like the first week to me that there are multiple exciting games. And, uh, you know, as the conference matchups uh, heat up, uh, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us uh, through email at SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com or uh, tweet us in at SmokeyBanditCFB. And uh, I guess we're out for this week. Anything you want to add? Nope. Nope. Keep the money rolling. We'll see you next week. Concentrated